Welcome back to Beyond the Gate, our Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Meg. And today we, we have a special guest. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Olivia. <laughs> yes. My my uh, sister-in-law. <laughs> She's currently on a watch-through of Full Metal, but... Yeah, first one. Yeah, and you <laughs> haven't made it to the end yet. So no, right? we're like on episode... We're 10 episodes ahead of the one Next we're one. doing. So okay, you're, we're like at you're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're getting to like the last chunk we're out of the north and where i'm watching mm, this, so. okay <laughs> yes okay. but this episode is episode 34 called ice queen yes and in this episode the soldiers at fort briggs remain ever ever vigilant against the threat of spies from drachma the massive compound may seem impenetrable but a violent intruder offers destructive proof to the contrary Yes, and this episode covers manga chapter 65, The Ironclad Rule, and 66, The Snow Queen. I like how they, you know, she took, like, the Hans Christian Andersen title. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 And I guess before we jump into the episode, we can ask our, the questions that we like to ask our guests. Um, So, Olivia, who is your favorite character in the show? That's such a and, hard one. It's like kind you, of changed over time. So. Yeah, and you, and you can say if we haven't met them yet, you can still okay, still say it. So <laughs> I originally, when I started watching the show, I really liked uh, Colonel Mustang. Yeah, um, he was one of my favorite people. I really like his powers, like how he like does the alchemy, like with the fire, and yeah, I will forever love his like line about like how it's like raining today, and it's because he's crying. <laughs> <laughs> That that scene like always make I don't know it, I think it should make you feel sad but I laugh every time oh. so, <laughs> I think it's funny I'm trying to hold in my I know. emotions it's like trying to be a big man like, <laughs> oh it's raining today like <laughs> but I think as I've watched the show I have a really like strong love of the Armstrong like siblings mm, both of them mm, I think they are nice. very complementary of each other like we got the silly lovey one and the cold like distant powerful one like and the the look of them is not what you expect it's actually right, the brothers yeah. will love you much <laughs> i love a strong independent woman yeah like, yes on. yes <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> and she's pretty awesome so yeah i'm glad we're getting to meet her in this episode mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she's she's definitely one of my top top characters yes. for sure <laughs> And then, what is your favorite anime? Oh, okay. So, I'm a little bit of a newbie to anime, but I used to watch, like, a lot, like, a few one-season shows back in high school, and I don't think I found anything yet that has topped uh, Beyond the Boundary, which is my favorite. I don't know if you guys... I haven't seen seen that one yet. Yeah, it's really good. So, it's, like, this own little, like, universe. where they have like monsters and stuff in it and it's kind of hard to explain until you like because it's like this whole universe like understanding it is a little difficult and explaining it is kind of hard but basically like there's this guy that's like partially like kind of a zombie and this girl that has like poisonous blood that she can like warp into like a sword and stuff and like oh essentially like they're like fighting misfits kind of like fighting like this 
overall like bad guy. I don't know. It's and kind they of fall in love. yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> like, duh, but <laughs> it's a short series. I will for sure. It, it's really out. good. You guys, yeah. I ten out of ten recommend. Huh. And Thanks. I made my husband watch it, and he liked it too. So, <laughs> <laughs> huh? I I honestly have not heard of that one. Yeah, it's so. really good. It's really good. I highly recommend. But cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll save. Well, we kind of already did the the next question because you're you're watching the show right now and you <laughs> haven't finished it yet. Um, but I guess I guess what are what are your your overall thoughts so far? So far, um, I really like it. Um, it took me a while to get into it, especially with the trauma that is like episode what is it three or four? You know. Um, oh Nina. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did not want to continue after that episode. Yeah, I almost quit the show after yeah, that one too. Very traumatizing. <laughs> yes. I still think about it sometimes, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I really like it, and I love all the characters. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know the one my one big pet peeve with this show and you guys are gonna this is a hot take but I hate how the theme song keeps changing oh <laughs> yeah, yeah you're not used to that if you've watched yeah yeah, yeah. I, I'm not used to it and I really liked the original theme ah, song that was my favorite mm-hmm. and I just feel like they keep getting progressively like disappointing to me ah. I really liked the first one so I guess well it's slightly a hot take because this intro we're on is yeah. my favorite but yeah. but I can see that because you know, growing up as Americans, we're yep. used to the one the theme one song theme that song. sticks throughout, and it's like yep. nostalgic and. Perfect. I know. I really like the one. Like, I get attached to theme songs. Okay, yeah. and I'm still attached mm-hmm. to the first one. Well, that's not a bad thing. I think that's <laughs> yeah. that's totally that one. Definitely is like the the classic when you think it's of Full Metal. Like you think of that theme. That's song. when you think of Brotherhood. You think of that. And song. I love the little yeah. like I love the whatever you call it, like the animation in the beginning too with that mm-hmm. song. Like I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. But no, I really like it so far, and all the characters are really great, and the bad guys are complex, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. all very, very good. I am enjoying it a lot, and I feel like I'm zooming through it now, and I'll probably yeah. get it soon, and I'm sad. <laughs> well, you, you you get to a certain point in the show where like you have to keep watching. Me and Megan watched the last like. 10 episodes and maybe even more than that in like a week (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's what it's going to get to for me too (laughs) yeah it's 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 good yeah we're not we're not to that point yet but (laughs) it'll be hard to watch our one episode a week oh yeah I don't know how you do it (laughs) Uh, yeah self-control yes We'll see how long I guess, that lasts. Yeah, I mean, we already know what happens, so that, yeah, right. that helps. Easier. That helps. But those last five episodes, those are like major hype, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can we can jump in to the to the episode. We start with Ed. He's at the northern northern wall, and he's being treated by. I, I assumed she was a doctor, or maybe like. Automill slash doctor, not exactly sure, but um, and she tells him that his the reason that like his he was having issues with his automail is like the flesh that is touching it will freeze, um, just due to the the iron, and he need he needs to he needs to call his mechanic to come and <laughs> and uh, fix his automail. So 
Yay. And good to see you. When again. We, when it's, on our way. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's been a while since we've seen her and I, I miss her. <laughs> um and then the buccaneer, the the guy that they fought, he comes in and he's Al's head is still um stuck on his arm. Um and he and he needs it to be cut off. And while he's there, the or I think it actually happened before, but the, the doctor tells Ed that they they figured out like the perfect combination for, for automail that can be used in the cold. Yeah. In the manga she actually <laughs> says um the the metals used or the materials, not all metal. So Dural lumen, I think I said mm-hmm. that. uh carbon fiber and nickel copper alloys. So yeah, I think blend. I think that they say that in the in the anime too. But then okay. they say those three, and then the, and then they say like plus other things, and it's like okay, <laughs> very choice <laughs> elements. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, it and, makes sense because carbon fiber isn't isn't metal, so it's not going to freeze out in mm-hmm. the cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and. They're, I don't know, they're just kind of like learning more about each other. And Buccaneer is surprised that Ed is a state alchemist. I think he says like things to himself like, this this little runt is the equivalent <laughs> of a major. And Ned just holds his pocket watch and laughs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Olivier enters and she calls him, I, I she's very creative. She calls him the little red runt. I loved that part. I laughed. <laughs> I wrote it down. I'm like... Oh, hello, little red run. <laughs> little red riding hood. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's so it's so funny. He's like the only one that he doesn't get upset. Like, I mean, he gets upset, but he doesn't get angry when he's yeah. sad. Yeah. yeah, and he's like he's too scared of her to get mad, uh, <laughs> which is understandable. Uh, and then uh, we see Al has gotten his head back, and and he's super sad because his hair is like has been cut really short and he's like oh Guys, no it looks terrible this was like eye-opening for me because I don't know if I just like haven't been paying attention or what or like missed this the first time around but he has hair like <laughs> what yeah I had no idea he had hair yeah, and like I'm like on this helmet I guess I just like haven't been like I just don't see the back of his head or I don't know like I just didn't notice like that yeah. he had hair <laughs> and it was so great. I'm like, Al has hair. Not anymore. <laughs> I know. So sad. Uh, him getting so upset was he Poor he's not Al. I know. He lost his hair. Yeah. He's, he's not usually so concerned about his appearance. Like, you know, Ed's the flashy one, but he it's like that's my hair. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He I would say he's a little bit concerned because he's also like in the past he's been like Oh, the girl's tiny, you know, like he's well, that's in the manga the, extra the panels, like, him. well, is yeah. it in, I feel like there's been at least one scene where Maybe he's like too, but talking yeah, about the, that extras yeah. at the back of the manga, there's these little four panel mm-hmm. comics, and in a lot of them, he's like, "What can I do to be more appealing to the ladies and they try <laughs> they try all these things like switching his armor out or like Ed trying to paint eyes <laughs> on the helmet, yeah, which ends up looking really freaky. <laughs> That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think those little little uh manga extras are like an insight into into their personality. So I uh, think yeah. he does he does care. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh then Olivia uh, sorry, Olivier is 
uh, as she asks about her brother Alex, and 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 now like Alex is doing great, and she <laughs> for some reason she's mad about it. Yeah, oh. she has beef with him. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then um, then she starts to question Alex about what what they're doing here, and they're like, we can't tell you, and she's like, you have to, and you're like, no, we're gonna be court martialed, and and I love I love her line. She's like. Everyone has secrets that they could be court-martialed for, like, including me. <laughs> like, what have you done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then like, they had now, like, like, whisper between each other. And they're like, okay, we'll tell her about that. We're trying to get her bodies back. And so that's, for now, that's, that's the information that they share with her. And I think we don't see this part of the conversation, but, like, they assume they're telling her that they're trying to find, they're trying to find May, who knows about elk history and and um olivier is <laughs> she calls them uh reckless wretches who cause trouble wherever they go um <laughs> and she wants she wants to kill them like it would just kill you but i want to know about elk history too and i, I want to use it as a weapon against drachma and i think i think it's al that's like oh but elk history is, is meant for healing and she's like <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, and, and she 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 also says like the Northern Wall of Briggs defends the country's borders and protects everyone in Amestris. So we need to know everything that we possibly can and and utilize utilize everything we can to protect to protect our borders. She's very uh very concerned with that as as she should be. She's the she's general of the of the Northern Wall, and so anyway she she says uh she'll she'll let them let them live and she's gonna search for may while they they she puts them to work and she's like a man who does not work has no right to eat <laughs> and <laughs> that always agree with her she's like they're like yes yes sir yeah and that's one of the things the author said she grew up believing because she mm-hmm. lived on a farm so that's yeah she slipped that right in there <laughs> yeah i feel like olivier is I don't know, just reading, we we read some of the interviews with her, and Olivier seems to be her, her, well, she's one of her faves. Mm. <laughs> so it's like her self-insert almost. Yeah, yeah, that kind of, I think, reflects a lot of her own values and beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I really uh, like her, but I bet, like, going back and watching this again, like, from the beginning of when, like, we meet her, like... She's, like, really scary. Like, I don't really blame the Elrics for, like, withholding information because it's, like, she's just, like, very intimidating and, I don't know, just, like, blunt and, oh, she's direct. She's super Mm -hmm. direct and it's, like, in a very intimidating and daunting way and it's, like, oof, I wouldn't want to mess with her or share information with her. Yeah. (laughs) At least at first, but, you know, she, like, grows on you. And and they're kids, too. Yeah. She's, like, treating them, like, full-fledged adults Adult, and yeah. well they are part of the military so she's like your soldiers you do what i say yeah. i'm your superior cut and dry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah she's she's a very hard woman and i like her honestly the first the first time i met her i she's a little bit off-putting because it's like mm-hmm. bro chill but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i i still liked her cause oh yeah she's just fun <laughs> the complete opposite Fun. of Alex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And I also, I think that's what makes her interesting too, is that like, how did they come from the same family? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, then we see Olivier talking with Buccaneer and she's like, I think Buccaneer is like, they've definitely seen stuff and, and Olivier, and Olivier agrees with that. And, but she's like, but they're still soft and soft, soft and weak on the inside. Um, and she knows that they're hiding something, which I don't know. I feel like that was, that was fairly obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Then the Elrics are going to get put to work. They're they're being led by by uh, I don't know. I think it's Olivier's like second in command, uh, Major Major Miles, and I which I don't know why, but his name just makes me happy. Um, <laughs> Major Miles. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just kind of fun. Just mm-hmm. um, a slightly more normal name like Edward yeah. Miles. You know those those mm-hmm. names that we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're asking why he's there in, in, at the Northern Wall, and he takes off his, his glasses, and we see that he's, has red eyes, and so he's, he's Ishbalan, and, um, which is surprising, because the military slaughtered the Ishbalans, and so, like, I thought, and I thought that everybody, you know, all Ishbalans in the army were, were uh you know removed um he was not he and i i don't know i don't think they do the best job of explaining Mm -hmm. why not i think it's like part olivier protecting him but then also he says he's like part ishbalan and his he says his father is a different race he didn't say specifically a mestrian which led me to think that it might be something else but like drachma maybe yeah yeah i i don't i don't know it was it was interesting um and and ed's like how you know how can you how can you um serve serve in the military with what happened to the ishvalans and he's he does say like i am upset that the amestrians destroyed my grandfather's land but he i think uh, when he's talking about how he's upset he he like um turns to edward and says amestrian your people destroyed my grandfather's homeland and then ed yeah, just kind of yeah. shoots back like well you Ishvalans destroyed my countryside, so reasonable, and uh, one of you murdered my friend's parents. Yes, okay, yeah. That is feisty. Fights back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he, he makes he makes Miles laugh. He's like, yeah, you, you're right. I've never, I never heard somebody um, respond that way, and I usually just get, like, guilt and, and pity, um, which I thought I thought was interesting. Um, and, and he's surprised, he's surprised by it, by the way Ed responds. Um, and he, Ed just says like, I'm not, I'm not concerned about, you know, people's identities. People are people. Yeah. Um, what he says in the manga was really powerful when I read it. Um, he says, when ethnicity is all you think about, there's bound to be confrontation. But if we deal with one another as individuals, then it's possible to treat each other as equals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like that. And I like it. I like it a lot better than what he actually says in the anime. Yeah, which, I didn't which, really care for that. <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll hear that. Well, we'll get later. back to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, they're talking and, and Ed, I don't know. He's just, he's just so sweet. He's always caring about people. And he's, he's like, I'm, I'm an ignorant alchemist. Like I don't, you know, there's a lot that I don't know. And I'm a sorry, I'm sorry if I offended you in any way. Um, and Miles again, like surprised, like like I've never heard wow. of an ignorant alchemist before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
And then Ed asks him why why Olivier kept him, and she and then we we see her. She she needed she needed strong she needed strong soldiers, and she can't afford to discriminate. And she's like, "Shut up and follow me." <laughs> Basically, being in the north, it's all about survival of the fittest, and it doesn't doesn't matter who you are or where you came from. Um, all that matters is that that you can you can survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. <laughs> He gives Ed now their job and it's uh, scraping off ice and it's super funny because Ed, Ed, like you see them working and Ed like can't reach the ice. (laughs) (laughs) Too short. And then we see, uh, we see Fullman. He's there. Um, He's been, he was at the, I think they said he's at like the North Command Center, but then he was moved up to the the Northern Wall. Um, But he... He is also removing ice and they're like, oh, what, what's, what are you doing here? And like, oh, he's been taken off the career track. Yeah. <laughs> I love it in the manga because uh, Fullman was promoted, but he was given a job that doesn't uh, fit his station. So Al says, you've missed the train to success. <laughs> <laughs> he runs away like crying. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I don't know what happens, but. Then Fullman's giving them a tour to the to the research center, um, and which he tells them that Olivier started, and they're they're developing technologies, basically uh, I think to fight drachma. Um, that is her main goal in life. <laughs> uh, and while they're down there, the there's some workers, and they're hearing like digging underneath like the the lowest level of the wall. Um, and then we we go underground and we see um, a homunculus digging, and he's huge. He's got the tattoo, the Ouroboros tattoo on his back, and he's like, "What a pain!" Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a I don't he must have hit something or something, but then there's like a big explosion, and then we uh, we briefly go up to uh, Miles Buccaneer and Olivier. They they have just learned that the Crimson Alchemist. Um, which we saw in the in the last episode, Kimberly has been injured, and they have been like called, uh, called to like assist him. And Olivier is very suspicious because she's like, I thought he was in prison serving time. And they're like, the Fuhrer released him, and so she's like, hmm, this doesn't make sense. But they don't have to. They don't have a lot of time to to think about it because then like the the alarms start going off, and then we go back to the to the ground floor and we see that the giant homunculus has um emerged from underground and ed now like immediately recognize it like oh it's a homunculus um and they like try to confront it and be like leave us alone like you can't hurt us we're you know whatever but then like the the homunculus falls asleep while they're talking to him <laughs> are you sleeping um, right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like clear that that he doesn't he doesn't know who Ed and Al are, which they, they are surprised. Yeah. And um, in the manga, um, the other Brig soldiers noticed that um, the Elrics were talking to it and they become suspicious. And <laughs> Fullman just decides to nope himself out of there. He's like, I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, that's understandable. He's already yeah, been taken <laughs> off the career track. So he's like, I don't need any more trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then... The, the homunculus like throws this huge pipe at Ed and Al and the soldiers try to shoot at shoot at the 
at him. But um, obviously, as we know, like nothing happens. He's not he's he's even like seems more powerful than the other homunculi, which because like when you shoot them, like the bullets actually go in. But these like literally just like bounce off of him. Yeah. Um, And then he's just kind of wandering around. He, and he like steps on the little elevator thing and like goes up to the to the research development floor. Um, and this is where so awesome. Olivier joins the fight. Um, she like sh- has this giant bazooka thing and like shoots it at him and like nothing happens. Um, they get in tanks and start like firing at him. And we see like his like one part of his face does get ruined, but then like they see it heal and they're like, what the heck is this thing? And the monkey which we see in like the middle card things, his name is Sloth. He's like, pain is annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Ed, Ed and Al arrive and Ed like he makes uh, a hand to protect to protect some people that are trying to escape. Um, and Olivia confronts him is like about about Sloth and be like, how do you know this thing? Like, are you working with it? Um, and so he finally tells her a, like a little bit. He still won't like he tells her about that. It's a homunculus and it can't die. Um, but he won't tell her like how he knows about it. Um, but, but they're on, they're on the same side. Uh, and then Olivia, sorry, Olivier. Olivier. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard because I'm like seeing Olivia. So I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Olivier, she calls for, for tank fuel and Ed's like, what are you doing? And she's like, you're going to get to see the Briggs way. Yeah. And the episode ends. <laughs> yes. That one is. I was like, well, so give it over. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that one did go by fast. I know. It, went so it does. Fast. It does. Yeah. And also, she was like so smart, too, because like she was like, he was like telling her, like, oh, you can't kill it. And she's like, I already know that. Like, I already figured that out. Like, I'm a few <laughs> steps ahead of you. Just like, what is it though? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I like her. She's yeah, she's so yeah. Awesome. She's smart, strong, independent. Like she's yes. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, now the episode's over. We have a couple voice acting notes. So we're gonna do Major Miles and the woman herself, Olivier. And so uh Major Miles is voiced by Jason Douglas, who's Kokio from Dr. Stone. Um how did you say this guy's name from Attack on Titan? I don't know how to say it. Okay, it's... we're just gonna say Mitch Zacharias or Zacharias from Attack on Titan and Rudolph Hess from Conqueror of Shambhala, which was the Full Metal Alchemist movie. And then Major General Olivier Mira Armstrong is played by Stephanie Young, who is Nana Shimura from My Hero Academia, Sylvia Sherwood from Spy Family, and Vanessa from Black Clover, who is awesome. <laughs> and um miles his name is from latin origin it means soldier and olivier comes from french origin and it means elf warrior or ancestor's descendant and her middle name mira which they they do like the tongue roll thing so mira (laughs) from latin origin and it means look or admirable Hmm. yeah i like i like the name i like her name meaning what what does what does olivia mean um olive tree <laughs> that's the other meaning i thought okay yeah like, when i looked up yeah. olivia something else came up and then underneath it said olive and oliver and it was just like <laughs> olive trees yep olive. okay 
Yeah, yeah. Nothing special. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that was like a hot commodity in ancient Greece. That's so. true, yeah. Yeah, it was. True. Yeah. Olive oil, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't have too many other things. Uh, Ed short rants. He didn't have any because Armstrong is too scary. Um, <laughs> homunculi deaths. It was hard to track because Sloth is just this absolute tank. But um, we're just going to say he died twice because a lot of the impacts didn't penetrate his skin. But there was at least two shots that caused damage. One to the face, one to the stomach. Um, as for animation expertise... I was very impressed by the Briggs soldiers because the background characters were actually well designed. They weren't, there were hardly any, if any, copy paste characters. They all looked different and unique and cool. <laughs> I did notice that. I was like, not really paying attention this time, obviously, but I was like, oh wow, these like, like look like people. Like, like yeah, because like the other, not just like copy paste. Right, characters. like the other soldiers in in Central, they're just like. Black-haired character number one, black-haired mm-hmm. character number two. Oh, they look like they could be twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, well, we kind of already mentioned this, but I just, the the auto mail, I, I, we might get into it later when, when, um, Winry actually comes. Um, but basically the, the auto mail that Ed has is made of iron, um, and then, that in the cold you need something different because it's it can give you frostbite like where your skin meets the iron meets the metal because i think iron gets pretty like absorbs the yeah cold. it gets pretty cold yeah um so you need something that's more temperature resistant and so uh as we mentioned it's made of duralumin carbon fiber nickel copper and what is duralumin yeah, I actually I looked I looked that up because I was curious. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's apparently like the name itself. It's is actually an obsolete trade name, and it and it's but it's actually age hardenable aluminum alloys that and it contains about four to five percent copper, point five to one percent manganese, and then um zero point five to two percent magnesium. And then, like, the age-hardenable part is it's a low-temperature heat-treating process to increase the strength and, like, mechanical properties of mm-hmm. aluminum alloys. Yeah. So, like, the name itself is, like, not, uh, I think it's not used anymore. Or, like, mm-hmm. it, it just says it's a trade name that's obsolete. So, <laughs> nice. it's it's just, like, aluminum, aluminum alloy. Um, that's pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because I'm sure the the author like did research and was like, okay, what what metals would be best for for um, auto mail in the in the cold? Yeah, um, so it's interesting. Yeah, and then we had philosophical analysis. The whole thing that Ed was talking about: race, gender, identity doesn't matter in serious situations where people need to come together. Mm-hmm. In the end, yeah, and that's that's. <laughs> Yeah, and that's like what Miles was saying is that like as long as you're as long as you're strong, like it doesn't matter who you are and like your and like your race, gender identity doesn't doesn't disclude you. Yeah, it doesn't and it doesn't like define like your strength, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. All right. I think that's that's all we had for the episode. So now we can we can share our our favorite lines. <laughs> uh, we'll let uh, Olivia 
go okay. first. <laughs> I just thought it was well, I liked when when General Armstrong was like, "Hello, little red runt." That was my, <laughs> that was pretty great. But then <laughs> when Sloth was like hit by, well, I think it was the tank. He was like, "Pain is pain. Pain is annoying." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was one of my favorites too. I loved them. So great. <laughs> All right, Megan, what was your favorite favorite line? Uh, mine was Ed uh, talking about race. Like, I like it better in the manga, but I just wanted to mention what he said in the anime. And he mm-hmm. said, besides, I think people should try to ignore the race and just treat each other as equals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I think that... I get where like, he's I like, coming I like, from. <laughs> yeah, I get where he's coming from, but, like, I think he, like, the anime didn't word it right. Like, it's no, way better. Way like, better. I like how the, when the manga yeah. worded it. Yeah. That's nice. But... Yes. Yep. I feel like it's like, well, race does matter, kind of. Like, you yeah, should just yeah, ignore yeah. where you're from and, like... Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. not your complete value as a human Right, being. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your favorite line, Meg? Uh, mine came from Olivier when she's... They're talking about, uh, was it, I think, learning elk history. She's like, you can never know too much. Yes. <laughs> and that's that's how I feel. Yes. <laughs> All right. What what did uh what did we learn in this episode? We learned to choose wisely the people you surround yourself with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. And then who pushed the story forward? Olivier for introducing Ed and Al to the harsh reality of Braves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All That's right. All we've got. <laughs> yeah. Pretty another quick episode. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thanks, Olivia, for coming on. It was super fun. I love this show, and you guys do a good job. So thank you. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) All right, we will be back next week with another episode. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.